a Shishkin Productions podcast. That was the last hockey game I went to. The ice MSG? ring seats. In MSG, yeah. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. jealous. And I'm like, jealous. we were joking that the puck was going to hit us and the puck actually hit the glass. Damn. Yeah. So it uh, seems like you had a good experience. You should go tomorrow so you can have a battle. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sizzlers? Welcome back to another episode of The Sizzle Reels. What up? We're here. We're here. We made it. Episode 79. Feels like I was just here. We were, man. That's because uh, we were late last week, so we basically (laughs) just recorded the uh, previous one. Strange. Um, Chris, what's up, man? Welcome back. How, how's it going? Have you recovered yet from Tree Ford? I know you were uh, uh, you were struggling when I, we recorded our last one. Yeah, so I think over the weekend, you know, that was recovery enough for me. Yeah, the yeah. weekend really got you going again. Yeah, uh-huh. It's, uh, you can't feel your face anymore. <laughs> exactly. It's not the weekend song, uh-huh. Can't Feel Your Face Anymore. Uh, I think that's what it's called. When when you're around? Can't Feel it? Your Face Anymore When You're Around <laughs> by the weekend. <laughs> Uh, Chris, can you tell the people where they can find us before we get into all of this mumbo jumbo for the week? Hell yeah, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Sizzle Real Gang at gmail.com and we have the Sizzle Real cold line. That is 332 3361. That's how I feel. Um, dude, so you know, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. I believe. That the NCAA March Madness final is today. Oh. Tonight. Is it? I think. Or it's the final four. It's something like that. It's getting okay. close. Yeah. And if you're a seasoned sizzler, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm t- like, I might call you a skillet. Yeah. If you're a seasoned sizzler, <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a real skillet, um, that should be a new Patreon you tier. Cast iron. Skillet. You know what I mean? Skillets pay $10 a month. Uh, and we give them nothing. Uh, if you're a skillet, <laughs> you will recall last year we had mm-hmm. a big... March Madness oh, yeah. tournament. It was a three-parter, right? Three-parter. It was called the March Madness tournament. Mm-hmm. We took 64 things in the filmmaking process yep. that frustrate us, mm-hmm. grind our gears, and, and make, us mad. make us mad. And then we got uh, some guests on. We kind of went through those. It was it was a joy. Yeah. And it was our highest performing episode until we randomly did that one about the strike. <laughs> oh, <laughs> somehow yeah. that one started performing well. <laughs> I was like, whoops, uh, we did definitely not research this at all. Yep. But, uh, you know, hey, white uh, guy's talking into mics without doing any research. I'm pretty sure that the was what I, the game. That's what I said on the first episode. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I've become one of them. It's true. You are one of them. Talking about shit I don't know about. It's, and it's not it's, it's not just the QAnon shirt that you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Chris is not wearing a QAnon shirt. Look, today, today though, we're, we're definitely going to be talking about stuff that we know about. Yeah, because today... We decided, you guys thought that, oh, they're not doing March Madness this year, I guess. Wrong. Yep. You're fucking wrong and stupid. Yep. Because even though it's April. That's right. We're releasing our March Madness episode today, and this one... We're not going so big. We're not going no. for sixty four. No, and we're not. We're not getting so mad. No, no. no. I'm. I'm happy. This, this is time. March happiness. Exactly. We're calling it the sizzling sixteen. So let me cue up that NCAA March Madness music while we explain the rules. So the way the sizzling sixteen works is, we kind of picked sixteen projects that we've worked on over the last year or so, mm-hmm. whatever, eighteen months. And uh, we're going to talk about them, and uh, we're going to figure out which one is the best project, the coolest one we've worked on. Now, 
the, the criteria for this can be all over the place, right? It can be things that maybe were the easiest to do. Yeah. It could be things that were the most fun to do. Yeah. It could be projects that got us the most money for the least amount of work. It could be... Any way we want to justify yeah, it. any way you want to justify it. And, and that's uh, with any given matchup. We can justify exactly. it however we want. Yep. That is correct. Uh, so... Uh, without any further ado, let's bring in our guest. We got uh, Engineer Will over here. Engineer Will, what's up? Hello, Sizzlers. Good morning, <laughs> Sizzlers. <laughs> Engineer Will. Uh, he's here to be the tiebreaker. Yeah. He's here to it up. Yeah, so basically, right. we figured if it was just me and Chris, we would count down from three at the end and we might say different things and then what happens. So uh-huh. Will is going to be involved in all of these decisions as well for That's this right. round. Uh, we're going to do this round before the break. And then f- for the second round, we're going to or for the, the remaining parts of it, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the Championship, we'll mm-hmm. have uh, a different, different person guess. with us. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to say who it's going to be because I'm not sure if uh, they're going to be around. Because <laughs> we're going to spring this on them. Yep. That's what we do. Uh, so let's get into our first matchup. Ding, 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 ding. All right. So kicking us <laughs> off, Chris, why don't you go ahead and... S- and the seeds were randomized, but the one seed versus the 16 seed... <clears throat> All right, the the one seed versus the sixteen seed are actually both from the same client. It is the one seed World Cup qualifiers and the sixteen seed MLS anthem reveal. So the World Cup qualifiers were a series of uh, they we it was called Inside the Octagon or yeah, maybe it was, it was just called, the Octagon. I think it was called the Octagon, mm-hmm. and it was basically previewing um, like the the. CONCACAF group World Cup qualifiers. You yeah, know. for those of you who don't know, CONCACAF is a big acronym that stands for I don't fucking really know what. I mean, I kind of know, but some it's pretty much the Americas, North America, and the Caribbean. It's all of the countries that play soccer in it, right? So like Jamaica, Jamaica soccer team is part of CONCACAF. Mm-hmm. Mexico soccer team is part of CONCACAF, right? Trinidad and Tobago, Canada, they're all part of CONCACAF. And CONCACAF, when it comes to the World Cup, you can only only three teams qualify directly. And then a fourth one might qualify through the playoffs. So of every country in North America and the Caribbean mm-hmm. only and Central America, only three countries get in. So this was a series of kind of, I don't know, many, uh, many docs. Yeah, they were, they were like about eight to ten minute short. Yeah, basically short docs kind of previewing like some of them were previewing specific teams. Like there was one that was about the American team. There was one about yeah. the Canadian team. There was one that was about home field advantage within uh, World Cup qualifiers. There was one about uh, the coaching. There was like a specific coaching matchup. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I was actually reading an article on the MLS app yesterday and uh, it was about Canada qualifying, I think. And uh one of these was embedded in the uh oh, in, really? in the in the in the story. Yeah. So they're that's still cool. they're still embedding those to this day. I uh I watched about half of it. I was like, oh it's pretty good. <laughs> Cause I was watching because I was thinking about like long form editing and I was like, damn, the pace of this is like crazy. Even though it felt like we were editing it when we when we were editing it, it felt like it was long form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's longer than other stuff we worked on. But it's pretty fast still. I mean, and like we built a lot of fast moments in them. Did, well, did you did you do sound on this? Did you mix it at all? Or no? He did. Yeah. I did. You did. You did actually mix I this did. one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He did. I, I'm I'm sure for most of these, your answer is going to be no. But surprisingly, for the first one, the answer is yes. So you worked on that one. Yeah. Uh, one you didn't work on is MLS Anthem. Yeah. Right. I did not. I don't think, or I don't remember <clears throat> doing it. Yeah. I didn't even know you back then. That's true. <laughs> wow. Do we really yeah. still do we know him? Uh, that, that that was from Chili Willie. Uh, actually, over two years ago now. It was from right before the pandemic. 
it was that was the last pre-pandemic project that, yep it was the oh, last really? thing we did before the pandemic it was um so major league soccer uh commissioned a new official anthem for their league mm-hmm. uh done by what's his name hans hans, hans zimmer. zimmer yeah hans zimmer uh and yeah, we Ar- got to work with hans zimmer yep that's yeah, yeah. that's Pretty wild. It was crazy. Our, Will had to pick his jaw up off the floor. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cartoon character. His tongue rolled out on the floor. It, was it, it was pretty silly that like Hard it, act to follow. It, we had to um like take the full song and cut it down so like to to a minute. And I'm like, oh wow, I'm editing Hans Zimmer's music. This is pretty like what pretty, pretty what pretty what pretty nuts pretty, pretty wild stupid. I was gonna say pretty, pretty wild or pretty nuts and I said pretty what pretty what, <laughs> Tell me pretty, what? what? pretty what <laughs> um okay Chris so give me your thoughts on both projects like working on one versus working on the other kind of so this is tough because like World Cup qualifiers was uh like a long-term project that we worked on over the course of like two or three months that we had several different editors on like Katie worked on it. Kuba worked on it. You and I both worked on it. Yeah. Frankie did color on it. Frankie did color on it. Yeah. It was like, it was a lot of back and forth and it was like, we really all worked hard on that project. Uh, You know, Kyle Green, the the producer did as well. And I thought we came up with some really good videos and it was different than what we had, what we typically do. Uh, So that was really like, that was a great project overall. I felt like everyone was happy with it and no one got on each other's nerves, anything like that. Uh, MLS Anthem, I just have a special place in my heart for because it it's one of my favorite videos that I've edited. Wow. Because I didn't know that. It's just, anytime you're editing something like specifically to music, it's so much easier to make it look dope. Yeah. And uh, there were some cool shots in there and I, I really enjoyed that for a long time. Um, I think it's kind of interesting how the randomizer picked World Cup qualifier Octagon to be the first seed. Because I think we've mentioned it probably multiple times on here. I know amongst us we've talked about it, how that was probably the best thing we've done in like the last few months for sure. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and MLS Anthem, it was two years ago. So Yeah. So for me, uh, MLS Anthem, I thought was cool because that was the one where they like actually recorded. They went into the studio and mm-hmm. they had BTS on like an Alexa or something of like an orchestra of an orchestra full orchestra playing it like with all of the all of the instruments and it was in some studio in nashville i think or something um and that footage was amazing for me like as a music nerd i was like oh this is so sick like it's it's live footage of a full orchestra actually recording all these parts so i was like in love with that Mm -hmm. world's cup qualifiers though to me the octagon videos were so much fun to do because like we were given such cool footage from the U.S. Soccer, mm-hmm. U- U.S. Soccer Federation and Veritone or whatever it's called. They gave us such cool stuff to work with. Uh, the interviews were really cool uh, because it was players who I watched growing up. So yep. I was interested to hear their takes on it. And uh, on top of that, like, I don't know, I think we were just able to like really tell well, and also your stories than we've ever told you. You did a bunch of the concepting you and Kyle before yeah. this ever got created. It was meetings you and him had and kind of figured out like what the episodes might be and what the what stories you wanted to tell. Yeah, it's true. I mean, him worked very closely on it. Um, well, will you have anything to say about these? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, the the World Cup qualifier was easy. Easy to sound mix. I feel like all these MLS videos are pretty easy to do the sound mix on. Yeah. It's like really straightforward. Uh, it's all pretty laid out for me. And yeah, no, 
it's an easy day. It's an easy few hours, you know, or like two hours, I think, you know. Um. All right. So let's get to voting. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's vote. Um. What we're gonna do is basically for all these, we're gonna count down three, two, one, and then at the same time, we're gonna say the one we think should advance. Uh. I think Will. You know, he's had enough time to review these because he hasn't seen MLS Anthem. But uh, at this point, he's very well versed in it. Super well versed. So uh, without any further ado, let's do it. What's moving on to the next round? Is it going to be Octagon or is it going to be Anthem? Countdown. Three, two, one. Octagon. You said oh. Anthem? Yes. Yeah, Is it because you love Hans Zimmer? Yeah. I thought, so you were just, yeah. just a cooler. Yeah. I, that was almost an upset because like I was going to say Anthem just to have a dissenting voice. Cause I thought I, I thought because you worked on World no. Cup qualifiers that you'd go for it. Damn! Wow! Wow! It was almost almost a, a crazy upset. That would have been the, insane. Upset. The one seed moves on. I think it's it's deserving as much as I love. That's a tough one for me because like Anthem is probably my favorite one on this list. I mean, but shout out Major League Soccer. Octagon were, was just a more important. They were able to get another. Uh, they were going to get through to the next round regardless of what yeah, happened, yeah. which is which is what everyone wants, you know, in advance the next round. Uh, Octagon moves on. Uh, Chris, let's let's get the next matchup. Uh, the next matchup is we're going to do the two versus the 15. The two is service now. <laughs> service now? What a throwback. Uh, and the 15 is Wandering Barman TikToks. So the 15, Wandering Barman TikToks, we talked about on the podcast recently. Uh, so, you know, listen a few episodes back. That'll catch you up there. Basically, we just filmed some stuff and edited it in a day, and it was fun. Uh, service now was a contract where this was basically right I don't even know how to describe it, it right weird. when the pandemic started like deep deep pandemic everyone's remote um the service now was doing basically internal corporate well it was it was an it was a it's like an event that they do called knowledge and this oh, was yeah. knowledge 2020 mm-hmm. yep and uh it's basically like keynote speakers on Zoom just talking about really dry stuff but what, what made it extra difficult slash interesting is we were doing the edits for five different countries slash regions. So we were doing uh, a Japanese edit, an Italian edit, I think a French edit, a Spanish a edit, a Spanish edit. So like we, so we did, I mean, then we ed- did stuff for like Sweden and Denmark and stuff, but that uh-huh. was, that was in English. Yeah. So, uh, we don't speak any of those languages. No. Alexi speaks a little, un Pequeño. Un pequeño, yeah. un poquito. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the point is, we basically, they would give us these scripts, and we just kind of had to match it up and kind of guess here and there. And it was, so to me, what I liked about it was that it was like money. Yeah, like it was we, money when we really when we needed really it. needed it. Yeah, yeah, because like the pandemic had happened and shit was all fucked up. This was like April and May of 2020. Yeah, big shout out to Vince Peretti because I think he's the one who actually um, got us. Yeah, got us that job. That's basically all, the only money that was coming in back then too. It was that, and then uh, I think we got an NHL thing, and then uh, you had uh, open late like. Yeah, yeah, Quick yeah, edits. you're right. There were those open late Instagram stories that they were doing. Yeah. At that time. They're doing like not Instagram stories. It was like Instagram live. And then we had to cut them down. 
Yeah, what a weird time. Yeah. And, just like and, and, hold up in right. like a fucking apartment just editing. And then so like weird. two weeks later, uh, the protest started and uh, all the work went away again. <laughs> it was yeah. what a wild time. Yeah, that was a bizarre year for sure. Um, yeah, my my big takeaway. That, so wait, that, that's around service now. The other thing is wandering barman TikToks. Yeah. So those, right, like you said, we went and actually filmed those. Yeah. So that was kind of something different for us. We don't normally go out and film shit. Yeah. And you actually engineer Will, you were there for Wandering Barman yeah, TikToks. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. were doing the sound. Yeah, there was uh, five grown men making TikToks <laughs> for a whole day. <laughs> it was, uh, it was not fun, a whole day. We were, we were there <laughs> from like two uh, to right. five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a half day. And we spent an hour eating lunch. It was, it was, like, it was like a typical production. <laughs> typical shishkin production. <laughs> spent an hour eating lunch, show up oh, late. Man. Love it. Super fun though. It was a good time. Yeah, those TikToks, several of them are live now. Two of them were ASMR TikToks. That's right. That was all Will. And uh They look great. I think they're I think they're good. They look pretty good. Um, Will, uh you saw probably that I sent you the service now thing. So the thing I sent you, that's not what we edited, but right. that's basically the type of shit that it was. Mm-hmm. Um Good good money though, right? Again, for me it was that the money was was right. Yes, the money yeah. was right. It, the hours were bizarre, though, because That's we did true. have to like, like th- this was stuff we were editing like for Japan to post on Japan's time. Oh, so yeah, we had yeah. to like edit it at like two in the morning. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So the hours were weird, but everyone like there were no hours at that point because nothing was open and nothing was happening. So right. it's yeah, like, right. yeah. Well, Every- what do I have to be up for to sit at home? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not allowed outside anyway. Yeah. So service now played a, a huge role in allowing this company to stay afloat just for that month. And we didn't, you know, we haven't worked with them since. No, uh, no. And, and I, actually, I think we were through, we were working with ServiceNow through a third party, I'm pretty sure. Yes, that's right. It, yeah, we were working with them through a third party. I forgot the part, their name. I remember uh, the producer, though, I, I had like emailed with them and I think mm-hmm. he had moved on. He was moving to do a different job or something. Like he didn't want, he wasn't going to work in producing anymore or something yeah. like that. So, so there went our little connect. Um, I mean. But yeah, that, I think it was really important for, for the company. Um, this is a really tough one. This is like a, a wild seating because it's like <laughs> just two completely, They're very uh, different. completely opposite sides of yep. the coin. Um, if you guys are ready to make your decision, I think we can count it down. I'm ready. You have any yeah, questions? Yeah, I'm ready. No, ready? I don't okay. have any questions. I'm ready. All right. So we'll say service now or wandering barman. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Service wandering now. Barman. What'd you huh? say? I said service now. Oh, wow. Service now moves on. That's crazy. Wow. Wandering barman was fun, but right, I'm going service off now like, kept the company afloat. Yeah, I'm going off of importance. Yeah, it was pretty important. Wow, I can't believe it. Chris I is a, a, a pleasure it. seeker, so he's going for You already know. Well, that's the beauty of having all the different judges. I got, I got so. a bunch yeah. of free wandering barmans out of that gig. That's true. <laughs> I didn't get paid, but I got free drinks. We got rent out of service now. That was <laughs> yeah. pretty decent. Oh, all right, Chris, why don't you move us on to the next round, all right. next uh, matchup. Next one, we're, we're going to do a three versus a 14. The three is Intel podcast thing. Yes. You're going to have to elaborate on that one. And the 14 is... NHL puck personality, which we just wrapped up a couple weeks ago. Okay, yeah, I can, I can, um, I can elaborate on the Intel podcast thing. So the Intel podcast thing was basically uh, Intel partnering with SAP, and it was the goal of it was pretty much to establish the relationship between the two companies and uh, talk about you know what they're doing for the future of tech in different. Uh, every episode was about a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. So some were about AI, some were about uh, I don't know, like the Internet of Things, whatever. Um, and then 
they would also bring in another guest on there. So they'd have an SAP representative, an Intel representative, and then someone else. So sometimes it was someone from Microsoft. Sometimes it was someone from whatever, a different company. Uh, and then they had a host. Uh, why I really liked this is because it it was like they had a long conversation. The person who was hosting it, she was like well-versed at doing radio. So she knew how to like lead a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a long talk, like 45 minutes. They would just talk 45 minutes to an hour. And I would have to go through those 45 minutes to an hour, find like what I thought were the cool pieces, the important bites and kind of create a cut down. That was like a couple minutes long that kind of encapsulated bits from everybody. And uh, the reason I liked it is because the subject matter was actually pretty interesting a lot of the time. And they would talk about like, trends in tech and like big picture ideas and like where the future is headed and how it relates to like the the past of tech like things that happened in the 60s 70s 80s 90s -hmm. how like we were seeing those things same trends kind of happen moving forward that sounds kind of interesting it was fucking awesome and what i would do i really loved it is because i didn't have to edit i would like i didn't have to look at the screen because i had a transcript so i would have the transcript Uh, i'd print out like eight pages of a transcript and i would just sit on the couch and kind of highlight the parts that I thought were the best, and then I'd go in and I'd actually edit it there. So I didn't have to spend too much time at the computer. Also, you said one of the hosts was like already been in radio. Yes. That makes things a lot easier, too. Yeah, she was hosting the shit out of it. It was amazing. Yeah, that's huge, actually. Um, I can't really find it on, on YouTube, but uh, but that kind of gives you an idea of what it is, and yeah. that's why I really liked it. Um, uh, good money or no? Yeah, the money money's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the money was good. Fair. Um, no, no, it was good. Okay. Uh but the thing is it was like it's very dense. So it's one of those things where yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have just passed that on. Like yeah. we couldn't have had a freelancer no. come in and do that. Yeah. That's something that I had to, to do. Those. But I I enjoyed that one specifically. Like um I remember uh what's her name? Genevieve Bell was one of the guests yeah. on that. Yep. She is just so cool. She what did she say? She said something about uh uh uh, it was, I don't remember what it was. Obviously it didn't have that much of an impact on me, but <laughs> at the time I remember like, yeah, you told me about Genevieve Bell, like 20 different times. Genevieve Bell is so smart and like, so cool. It's, it's wild. Uh, I think she was talking about like the industrial revolution and how like basically where we're at now, she had like facts and, and data and examples to back it up, but she was basically like where we're at now in many ways is like, where the industrial revolution was when they had like when they were about to invent the steam engine or something like that okay and i was just like oh shit that's kind so of where they're like te- technologically is that what she's like saying? like yeah like this next like uh sort of i don't know it's gonna grow exponentially everything with like ai and internet of things and all that like the tech we have right now is like so rudimentary and it's about to take off i don't know that's some nerd shit i i really enjoyed it. I think it's I think it's a cool thing. I wish they'd done more of them. Uh, Chris, why don't you explain what, what's going up against? Uh, Puck Personality is uh, an NHL project. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast at all, uh, but we just wrapped it up. And I don't even think the episodes we've edited have gone live yet. But this is a it's a long ongoing <clears throat> series that they have on their YouTube. Uh, and it's basically just fun questions asked to the the players, uh, you know, whether it's about their favorite pizza topping or if they had a chance to hit a home run or make a game-winning basketball shot which would they choose uh lots of silly stuff and then there's also things like you know what's your favorite stanley cup moment or when's the first time you skated you know actual 
hockey related questions. Yeah. Um, I I mean I love this one because so we we got a package of twenty episodes that we did and they're I'm I, like they're about a minute to three or four minutes each and they're just fun because I like hockey I I enjoyed going through the interviews they're pretty easy edits honestly like once you get through most of the work of that project was organizing it and like you know picking out all the questions from the the interview string outs and just yeah. getting it going money was great for what it was and you know the the team that we worked with you know the feedback was great and we're you know going back and it was, forth yeah, was, it was really really smooth really smooth really smooth working with them and uh, i just overall really enjoyed that that's honestly one of my favorites that we worked on lately in terms of like workload slash stress slash enjoying it slash money being right yeah I mean, those were the kind of project I think you brought it up one time where like normally, you know, if we're both working on something, sometimes we'll like look around the computer and be like, yo, like something, something they could have done this differently or like, oh, man, they did this frustrating thing just happened or uh, this Mm -hmm. with this one. We were like can you believe that he said like he likes pineapple on his pizza or something yeah, just like yeah. dumb shit? You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, uh, we, we were, I'd say that was a fun one. We were both into yeah, that one. Put, put us in a good mood. And you know, it's, it's one of those, if you, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life kind of project. Hey, there you go. Uh, Will, you got any questions on these? I think I'm ready to vote. I'm ready. You're ready to vote. Yep. All right. Uh, count us down. We're going to either say, uh, Intel or NHL. Okay. Ready? Three, Two, one, NHL. NHL. Damn. Oh wow. It, it was it was it was anonymous. Yeah, <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> it was, it was I was swayed by well. Chris's excitement about working out. I've never heard Chris sound that happy about know, right? anything. It's so I was like, you know what? <laughs> That's. I mean, I'm it, a simple man. I like beer and hockey. You know yeah. that I, I. I mean, it's a fun project. What What is there to say, uh, Chris? Why don't you take us on the next one? All right, the next one. Where are we? Is it a, a four versus a thirteen? Oh, interesting. Okay, so this is the four hot ones versus thirteen space lift. Ooh, so gotta love it. I think hot ones more or less speaks for itself. It's a very well known YouTube uh, series mm. on first first we feast. First we feast, and, yeah. you know it's. It's been around for a long time. Uh, Spacelift is a one-off series that Complex did mm-hmm. uh, about two years ago, and the you know a, a few months into the pandemic, everything was remote and stock footagey and, and strange. Yeah, and uh, well, I, I'll speak on Hot Ones real yeah. quick. So Hot Ones is something that I used to edit. Um, I would fill in for Chris Murphy sometimes when he was out of town, and. Uh, it was back in the day, so I edited some really old hot ones. I, I, I edited the one with Logic. I edited uh, like two other ones. I don't remember who the people were, but Logic was definitely one of them. And then I also edited like this weird Hot Ones Super Bowl halftime show that they did with Machine Gun Kelly. What? Whoa. Way back in the day, that thing got scrubbed from the fucking internet. It was brought to you by like. Pabst Blue Ribbon and it was like Machine Gun Kelly eating chicken wings and he played like a rock concert. It was fucking weird. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, uh, so Hot Ones is weird because it's got like this cachet and this clout. And if you say I worked on Hot Ones, people, oh my God, you did Hot Mm -hmm. Ones. That's so cool. And in reality, it's like, it's, I don't know. The show's like nothing special. You know what I mean? It's just produced really well. The team who works on Hot Ones are like, their producers are fucking immaculate like they're such good uh researchers and they like they can 
they're really good at creating fun segments. Mm-hmm. Like they have always have interesting things that the person is doing or interesting questions that they're answering and it creates great conversation. Yeah. And uh, Sean is the host is very good at like drawing answers further out of them or like, you know, keeping things moving and keeping things going. So um, Hot Ones is cool. I, I like that. I had a good time working with Sean was cool, too. He's a nice guy. Would he, he, he would try to sit in on the edits. Or? That's the one thing is he would sit in on the edits. And, uh, you know, there's a reason that's I mean, I had fun working on the few of them that I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would definitely not ever want to be the main editor for that. Yeah. Just because him and I have very different styles of working. Like yeah. he likes to sit there and, and be with you while you're editing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, let me give me like one day by myself first so I can like get you a good first cut. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. we both know that if there's a pause or an um, that yeah. we need to cut it out. I don't need you to tell me to cut it out. Like yeah. I, I know how to do that. Well, we'll, we'll get there. But um, I will say as far as it being a show, shout out to Chris Murphy for really generating the the language of that show the style, like yeah. the style yeah he create he, he was like so big on using the sound effects and using like uh zoom like snap zooms and post mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah. he's creating like a visual language and a style for it that he's one of the reasons that that show really took off um chris it's going up against spacelift that was all you <laughs> spacelift so yeah spacelift was one of the first projects with complex that you just like let me do like and when I say let me, I mean made me. I'm pretty sure um, it was basically about. It was sponsored by Target, uh, branded content, and it was about uh, three kids that are going off to college this summer, and Target wants to outfit their room with a bunch of like dope stuff from their home essentials thing. Like they want to deck out their their dorm, yeah. and uh, it was pretty terrible like across the board it was just like no one had figured out the remote workflow yet like we were you know filming these they're like 17 18 year old kids so they don't exactly know how to how to film good content and the producers are all remote like you don't really get any chance to talk to each other there yep. was so, like even getting the stuff uh to the kids from target was a huge pain in the butt i don't know if it was like supply chain stuff or what but target wasn't really helping out with it like the producer literally just ordered it off the target app it's not like target was like straight up providing it to these kids and then it was so silly too because most of what the kids wanted were like laptops or cameras or things that Target wasn't going to provide. Like ki- yeah. kids aren't like stoked on getting a wardrobe for their closet. Like it's just yeah, not it's happening. True. No one's stoked about a, a lamp and a pillow when you're going to college. Like yeah. that's just essentials. Um, it looked terrible because it was all remote and it was just a really frustrating process. I don't know if it's because I wasn't used to working on that style of show i don't think it looked that terrible like i'm watching it now and i i I think that i don't know i I really don't think it looks bad like from this you know it was made during a time when obviously we couldn't get out there and film with with uh you know nice cameras and stuff. just for context yeah like b-roll in these most of it was shot by the students so like on iphones so it's not I, i honestly think it looks it looks great. I'm watching the episode called Nadeska hits up Ravi B for advice and gifts a photography student a new camera. For, that's the one for Anna. Yeah. Or Anna. So that one I thought was cool. Um, I don't know. I think that they're all, I think that they all like, we worked through 
a lot of uh, what's it called kind of challenges yeah, on absolutely. the way to making these. Yeah, it was an obstacle um, course of an edit. But I I still think that, you know, for the, for what they are, they're they're fine, you know. Um what one part that was weird was that like there was always that part where the student had maybe a thing that they did like their creative thing mm-hmm. and then they would go find someone who could be an inspiration or mentor to the student. Yeah. But they never introduced the student and the mentor. It was, so again, that's probably something they would have done differently if they were allowed to yeah, film. I just, but they I, weren't allowed to film with the students. I thought that the concept wasn't well executed, but I think, I mean, that's probably a result of it being the first, it's, it's, first it's, or second month of a pandemic. Yeah. Like. It's also the result of it being ended up being remote. I heard that there was like initially the plan was to like, uh, Fingers crossed. Hope that we can film with them because things will oh, get yeah. better. Well, and they then. they were doing some uh some in person filming at that point with you know like skeleton crews. Yeah. But Target insisted that it be remote. Is what happened. Yeah, I was trying not to, oh, not to really well, touch on that, but now well, now the cat's out of the bag. Whatever. Uh, it was planned to not be remote. It ended up having to be remote. Um. But yeah, uh, so Will, you got any questions on these? I feel like you no, I'm you haven't worked on either one of those. I haven't worked on either one, but I have known my answer for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Hey. All right. Already, let's count it down. We'll say Hot Ones versus Space Lift. Uh, three, two, one. Space Lift. Oh, I was trying to get one in for Space Lift, nah. but it wasn't to be. No, I don't want to talk about Space Lift no, like, ever again. <laughs> Pretty much like exclusively for like the clout thing and not like to normal people, like to other potential clients. Like if they see that you worked on that, I feel like that's a big flex. It's so even if it's not actually a big flex, like, you know, like, yeah, it's a clout thing. It looks great, you know, on your resume. It's so weird that it looks great on the resume, too, because Hot Ones is at this weird point where like it's not actually cool anymore. No offense to anyone working on it, but it's not like actually like cool groundbreaking shit anymore now it's just like so big yeah that it's just considered like a show yeah that like exists. It, it attracts a-list talent still yeah it's like also it, every, everybody knows what it is right too, right you know I mean? so th- that that's kind of where i'm getting at with this is like it used to be like all of these brands would want to make oh we want to make the hot ones for blah 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 like i you don't know how many times i've heard other brands or other agencies or companies right. be like, oh, we want to do something like Hot Ones. And you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. No, you just, no, you don't. Like, you just want something that pops really big mm-hmm. and can attract big names. For you sure. You want to do an interview show with chicken wings? Like, I don't <laughs> I don't think that you would have bought that if I tried to sell it to you before this popped. No offense, you know. But um, yeah, shout out Hot Ones, man. They're out here doing the damn thing. It's a tough show and they crush it all the time. It's mm-hmm. I'm so stoked on them and the kind of talent that they attracted is insane. Huge coup for the first we feast team. Chris, you want to move us on to the next uh, yeah, competitioner? So we're, we're halfway through this first round, and our next matchup is a five versus a 12 classic upset alert. The five is an, another. And the, the matchups here on out are pretty tough for me, to be honest. But this one is uh, another NHL project. This was Fan Choice Awards mm-hmm. uh, versus the 12 seed. Tree Fort. Tree Fort. Well, these, we have history with both of these. This is tough, yeah, because we've done uh, Fan Choice Awards twice, and, you know, maybe we'll get lucky and work on it again in the future. And Fan Choice Awards came at, at an important, there was another deep pandemic, get us through another month kind of project. 
and still on the website today is like, you know, what's your favorite editing memory? For me, it's, you know, staying up for like a week straight editing AD videos for the NHL. Yeah. You know, uh, so this was uh, Fan Choice Awards is basically uh, a bunch of different categories that they do on social media, like best celebration, best goal, best save, uh, best one team year, dog. Yeah, one year they had best dog. And yeah, stuff like, that. like best best rookie, you know, random random accolades what do, what do they call them in in the yearbooks oh yeah like best uh, or most likely to most likely superlative superlative yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's basically what it is and once again we love hockey or i love it's true. hockey it's true so it can't it, speak for will it's easy it was easy to work on kind of the first one was very difficult because we were Alexi and I were completely remote. Like we weren't even going into the same office to work off the server. Well, because that was March, wasn't it? Or oh, it was April. Yeah. yeah. So it was like when we were at the peak of like, holy shit, don't touch anything. There's COVID everywhere. Like, yep. like literally the only thing you can do is go out your window mm-hmm. and fuck, don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, it, it was, it was a complicated one because for that one, coordinating. we, and that was before we had media shuttle or the server or anything. Right. So we had to I, focus on, or did we already I think have we, we had the server. We didn't have media shuttle, but we though. did not have so media there shuttle. there was no way for us to like make sure that we were using the same file structure. Mm-hmm. We just kind of had to both like start at the same place and just be in touch about making sure to keep our structures the same. Yeah. Massive we did have to move projects back and forth. Yep. And yeah, like you said, there were literally, there was, I remember there was for the final delivery, you worked like the night shift or we both kind of worked the night shift, I think. Yeah. And then like you had to crash out at like seven or eight. In the that morning. was like the first time I've ever like, failed to power through yeah you had to crash out at like seven or eight in the morning i think i went to bed at like 10 a.m i woke up at noon to finish the rest of it and then sent it all off mm-hmm. um and that was that, that was just one of those things where if we'd been in the same office i know we would have gotten that done like three days earlier yeah like, easily. but because of all the random bullshit and we were yeah it was such a crazy time like we didn't we weren't focused properly because it was covid and that, like that one was useful though because again it helped keep things going mm-hmm. and it made us money for that month and yeah. it was a fun project yeah it was a lot i believe of fun. that was the first thing we actually did with nhl it, it was so yeah. it kind of demonstrated that like they could count on us during uh times of trouble yeah, yeah exactly and then last year it was a much easier process there were i didn't work on the one last year uh but there were fewer deliverables it was kind of stripped down and more like streamlined yeah and uh, Vince yeah. Peretti helped out on that one. Yeah, last year's was great. Hopefully this year's is going to be great, too. It's going up against Tree Fort. Tree Fort, yeah. So a lot of Tree Fort talk uh, in the previous episode and probably in the next episode. Yeah. Tree Fort's a, a, that's a really tough one because, you know. I mean, I've been working with Tree Fort now for like seven years. Exactly, years. yeah. So they're another long-term client. I've been to three Tree Forts. Um, I've they- shot two of them. I've edited one of them. This couldn't really be more different where like tree fort is legit. Like it's do literally anything you want. There's very minimal brand guidelines. It's Mm -hmm. like, just here's the few things that we expect from you. Everything else is, is up to you. Yeah. Just make it look dope. But you also like the money is you just break even pretty much. Yeah. Whereas like with this fan choice awards thing, it was like, Everything needs to be on brand. Everything needs to be like this. All of these lower 13 be Everything this exact needs to color. go through legal. Everything's got to go through legal. Everything's got to go through the art d- department to make sure that mm-hmm. what you made matches what they made. Yep. Everything's got to be delivered on time. But 
the money's good. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's one of those that was, things where it's I mean, it's honestly, that was one of our the NHL one was one of our first like big paychecks. I yeah, think. Like, yeah, that like, was like that like was a wow. That's that's a that's a number. It was definitely big for the company. I think. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Will, you got any thoughts on this? I know you just went to Tree Fort. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready to vote. You ready to vote? Well, yeah. why don't you give us a little thought on Tree Fort first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can speak to shooting at Tree Fort this past year. We're shooting the dock. Have uh-huh. we talked about the dock on the sizzle yet or no? Uh, not uh, too much, but right. go ahead. Go ahead yes. Yeah. Uh, me, Alexi, and the rest of our crew were shooting a dock at Tree Fort. Uh, and we, 90% of the actual shooting, we were great. We did great, right? Yeah. Would yes. you say 90%? I would say so, yeah. We had a little uh, a little incident at the beginning, but uh, and then one incident at the uh, knitting yeah, factory. Somewhere in the middle, yeah. But uh, other than that, it was great. Uh, some late nights, but like I'm cool with that. I feel like it's just the thing where like make sure everybody is like not hungry, you know, mm-hmm. has a beer if they want a beer and like, you know, it'll be good. But yeah, I had a great time shooting a tree for it. Um, it was a lot of work. It, it was a lot of work. I didn't get to see any bands I wanted to see. Yeah. That was a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I saw everybody that I really wanted to see. Um, but I don't know. I think it was. I think it's going to be worth it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's hard work for sure. Yeah. But fun, though. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, if we're ready to make our decision, uh, we'll say uh, fan choice or tree fort. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Tree, tree fort. fort. Yeah. Wow. Everyone yeah. went tree fort. Look, I love NHL and fan choice awards, but tree fort is uh, it's got a special place in, in my heart. And like it's mm. it was I mean, that was kind of one of the first iterations of you having a company, right? It's, it's a great point. You, you were just you had gelatinous blog and you're like, Dreamer. exactly. You're like just trying to cover a, a music festival and you were like, hey, do you want to come out here and shoot photography t- photography for it? And I was yeah. like, sure, why not? And it was like your first kind of like delegating people to do media stuff. And here we are eight years later still doing it. There you go. I mean, that was it. It's true. It's It, it was the it was the start of an era. We're going to get real into uh, Tree Fort 10, uh, hopefully next week on the show. We're going to have a little retrospective. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, let's, let's, move on let's move on to the 6 versus the 11. This is Sneaker Shopping Reels versus Taste Made. So I'm going to actually let you take the lead on these because these are both basically your projects. Okay, yeah, for sure. So uh, the sneaker shopping reels are basically these sneaker shopping promos that we started in, like, what is it? Today's, we're recording this on March 31st. We uh, started these September something, like, no, August. We started The first email was in August. The first email about, the first conversation about doing these was in July. The first email about actually starting on these was in August. I think we really started on them in September and they finally got wrapped up this year, second week of March. So this project took legit for longer than, than I can, can even calculate, honestly. And Will, I'm about to send you this link. Mm-hmm. that'll show you what these were. So there was four promos. They were all like 45 seconds each. And that's why it's hilarious that it took like eight months because there were just so much different coordination. Mm-hmm. People uh, got on the project and got off the project yep. and it was just like this wild thing. And they turned out oh, great. Yeah. yeah, I've seen these. Yeah, these do look great. They're they, very cool. They turned out great. I got to like make all the graphics and got like pretty, pretty much creative freedom on these. Like mm-hmm. I got to generate all of the the concepts pretty much there was a two that were passed down and then i made i made a few others i made all the graphics for them 
uh, and I was able to kind of exercise my creative freedom. I think you also just like delivered extra videos. You just like had a couple ideas that you wanted to try out. Wasn't it originally only supposed to be like two or three? Yeah, Erica basically asked for two or three, and then because I took so long to start on it, I felt bad, so I gave her five. But then she, then she, she. Uh, got a different job later <laughs> in the thing. So by the time they were delivered, she wasn't even a part of the pro- like. It was it was yeah. the whole thing. But they look cool, and they're gonna. They said they were gonna put them on YouTube uh, Shorts Re- or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, I guess they're a competitor to like Instagram Reels and TikTok and shows. Exactly. Like, Jesus exactly. Christ, dude, why is everyone making the same fucking program yeah. or format or whatever? Um, it's going up against Tastemade, it, which that's that's one of your like first real jobs as an editor right taste made was was very very much a throwback uh the specific thing that i'm going that i'm picking that i picked taste made for here was uh so i just sent it to you will chris mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send it to you as well um you'll kind of get an idea for what these were so uh the way that these worked was there was a producer carrie i think was her name and uh pretty much this is when I first moved to New York. I was broke as hell. And oh. She would be like, like the Tastemade people hit me up because I used to work with them back in L.A. And they went, hey, uh, we're doing this series or like this type of like they're really short episodes, like a minute, minute and a half. Um, we're just highlighting different like restaurants or different food related things in New York. And now that you're based in New York, would you be interested in doing them? So the way it would work is they would go, hey, uh, we have this restaurant and they do this thing are you available to film it i say yeah they would pay this is some this is bad but they would pay a flat rate of six hundred dollars to go out there so i'd go out there with i'd then set up the time with the person with the restaurant i'd go out there film it and then edit it so what i used to try to do was there if i was really feeling ambitious i would try to do two of them in one day Okay. But usually what I would do Shoot is I, and edit both. Or yeah. Damn. Usually what I would do is I would just take my DSLR. And so I would, I would book or my A7S mirrorless, I guess I would book like the one I sent you guys was Mr. Dips. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was actually one that I pitched to them. I said, Hey, do you want to do this place? And they looked at it and go, sure. Yeah. Go book it. So that was kind of cool. Like if you found a cool food thing, you could just pitch it to them. That's pretty cool. And so then you, I would just show up and I would film it's all B-roll. I would just film B-roll for like, because they would send a script over beforehand. So I would film B-roll that matched that script. Uh, I had a After Effects um, template that mm-hmm. I'd made. And I basically would shoot for one hour because I knew exactly how much I needed. And I would immediately come home, dump all the footage, start making the little uh, After Effects titles. And I'd put everything together. So when I got really good at it, over the course of four hours is how long it would take me from start, like leaving my house to go shoot to delivery. It would take me four hours total. Mm-hmm. So that's how I justified it. I was that's like, well, if I can get 600 bucks in four hours, that's yeah. like not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially when I was fucking totally broke. That's a tough day though. I mean, like it, yeah, it's, the, it's a lot of work. The footage is like pretty chill and like probably not that difficult to edit once you got it down. Yeah. But that's still like to, to go to the location to film everything yourself and to edit it. Yeah. Within four hours, it's not it's well, not an easy task. It was definitely not the easiest task, and that's why I was like, I only took it because I really needed money, yeah. and it was like a self-contained thing that I didn't have to rely on anyone no, for, and I knew there would be no notes. Did, I they, I could just... did they need it that day? Or? No, no, you could take as long as you okay. wanted, but for me, it's the fact there was a $600 flat rate. Yeah, you're you just like, trying I'm to get it out of the way. I'm not going to drag this out. I'm yeah. knocking this out as quick as I can. Yeah. So both uh, 
both in both situations you have a good amount almost like total creative control more or less yeah right. with the sneaker shopping ones i would say yeah you're right i mean it was pretty much total the thing with the tastemade things though at the time they had like a just just a style that like i just had to follow but i guess to some extent with sneaker shopping same thing you know you have a certain font that you want to use and all that right um now did you know that that shot of the ice cream cone that you had in your reel for a long time was that from that series yeah yes it was the one with the smashing Mm -hmm. of it yeah the Mm -hmm. cannoli yeah there was a place that is down in little italy where they like smash this cannoli or like no leader or something they smash uh the cannoli and yeah it's you remember that one is this Mm -hmm. center uh center punched you hit it and then slow motion the cannoli goes flying there was a lot of good stuff that I got out of that. So, I mean, it was cool. They're different because one I was shooting, right? Yeah. With the other one, it's just editing. You're a one-man banding. Yeah. Um, and that one was important, too. I feel like that one got Tyler a lot of work, too, because I ended up passing Tyler's name on. So oh, he nice. did that yeah. for a long time. Um, and Tyler now shoots a lot of amazing food stuff. That's like, I mean, he got into the food game pretty good. It's his bread and butter. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> nice. all right, let's go ahead and make this decision so we can right. hurry up and get the fuck through yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, we're gonna say sneaker shopping versus taste made. Already, three, two, one. Taste sneaker made. shopping. What? Yeah, I like what? the version of Alexi that's broke and taking six hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god, what? That's fun. The, the sneaker fuck? shopping ones are dope, but the sneaker shopping ones are sick. Yeah, no, they look good. They look real good. They, they look wow. better than the taste made ones, but you know that's not the only factor in this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like it. I like Saying. it. I can't believe what if? Wow, I can't believe taste made made it on the next round. 20 from all the way from I'm, I'm factoring, I'm factoring in your glow up, all right? Thanks, <laughs> I appreciate that. Glow for me, up, a little bit of it down. too is like, I remember when you were editing for Taste Made out in LA and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Or what, did you work with them in LA? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, this is so dope. Alexi's like working in LA and doing this and I can I can see it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so this was like 2013. So Chris like, in a basement in Florida, like <laughs> on a fucking Florida PC. Florida doesn't have basements. It was like, yo, I can't right. believe that your work's on YouTube, man. Big ups, bro. <laughs> fucking crushing it. Uh, all right. What is it? What's next? Are we on the seven? The seven versus the ten. Ooh, this is this is this is an all Chris. This the other one was an all me, all me all matchup. Right. This was an all Chris matchup. Go Chris, for it, Chris's Chris. glow up. And this is this is difficult. All right, so it's gonna be the number seven, the flip, uh, versus number ten, Pizza Wars trailer. So we'll start with the flip. Uh, we've talked about it extensively on the podcast, but not for a long time. It was a series. Basically, it was uh, the. The tagline, I guess, would be mad money for sneakers. Mm-hmm. So it was basically our uh, the talent, Rax Hogan. Our who, buddy. Yeah, who is now our friend. Uh, he would basically look at uh, upcoming sneaker releases with our friend slash producer, Brian Mann, uh, and they would decide on a few of them to either say, hey, buy these shoes uh, and resell them flip them the flip or or you know don't don't buy these they're going double ass in these streets uh no resale value uh it was a lot of fun we did two two seasons of it uh and once after the first like two or three episodes uh we really got a a workflow down and Mm -hmm. like a schedule down that made it really enjoyable to work on the money was good for what we were doing and what we were what was asked of us there were very few notes coming back from the clients typically. And I, I mean, it, each season 
gave me like two months worth of work and you know i didn't hate my life going into work so i i like that it was uh it was consistent that's always exactly. the key for me when they're mm-hmm. long-term things i love that long-term consistency that's my favorite thing mm-hmm. and uh i mean for me it was a lot of fun i learned a lot about sneakers that i didn't know before and like sneaker culture and history and uh i don't know i just felt it, it was fun to edit like it was fun to see what the new shoes were going to be each week and having brian come through in the office like it was it's one of the few situations where i have a producer over the shoulder that doesn't bother me mm-hmm. so i mean i just really enjoyed that entire series and i've we've said it over and over if it ever comes back please give it to us because it uh, i mean it's just a an easy and fun show to work on one thing i will say about the flip that like it's kind of a bummer because I feel like they put a decent amount of work and money and time into it. And it's actually a pretty fun show, but it's impossible to to view yeah. anywhere because yeah. a lot of the time these uh, these companies will like want to maintain exclusivity on it. And to yeah. them, that means not putting it on YouTube. And it's just like then no one's going to be able to watch it. Yeah. Man. yeah. Like, it, this is in the know by Yahoo is the is the brand. Yeah. And the only way to find if it you're is, not in the know, then you don't know where to find it. Yeah. You, have, no. you have to go to Never in the know dot com and then you have to go to the in the know tab or something. And from there to go to watch or explore or style then sneakers, find it like it's just such a convoluted yeah. path to get there. I know. Yeah. I really feel like it was a great concept. And if this exact show premiered on complexes youtube and had you know just a tiny little extra production value behind it because it would be on complex then i think it would fucking do really well i agree i think it would be really good i still think it's a solid concept or maybe even a live version or something like that or just Mm -hmm. putting it on like the soul collector uh youtube channel you know what i mean and like putting it in actual into a real sneaker focused thing Mm -hmm. i don't know man whatever it's fun though good 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 uh it's a good, classic good amount of like of work that came through from it so i did absolutely it. other uh, one is the pizza wars trailer yeah so let's take it on the pizza wars trailer this is a a yeah it's a trailer i did like maybe four or five months ago and we were originally going to edit an episode of pizza wars uh but i think we had to work on the weekend f- yeah. to do it so we we yeah. passed on it but then they asked us to do the trailer yeah. and i I actually really enjoyed it. It was uh, like the <clears throat> the workflow wasn't the best because, you know, we're editing this as they're shooting episodes two and three and like we're getting new footage each day and sometimes we're getting the raw footage. Sometimes we're getting a random string out from from their weird right. back end server situation. Yeah, yeah. And the edit itself, I really enjoyed. I thought it was a dope edit. Uh, the song that it starts out with like still sticks in my mind and it kind of ends on that song too. Yeah. It's pretty, I think it's pretty good for what it is. Um, and I, it was probably the first like hype video I had edited in, yeah. in months at that point. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's a cool one. I mean, Will, you just watched it, I think, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Will's out here. He's craving pizza right now. I, I was already thinking about pizza actually. And now I'm like, yeah, I gotta go get pizza. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, it's a I, cool show too. I always found idea. that when I worked on, um, I worked on a, a taco show and a burger show before for first we feast. Mm-hmm. This was back in like when I would go to their office. Uh, and I remember every time I worked on the fucking taco show 
for lunch, I'd be like, I kind of want tacos. <laughs> I was just like, go get tacos for lunch. And this has happened every time. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was for first we feast. Actually, I was ran just like drinking around, uh, Grand Street recently, ran into some ran like met some random British bloke. Just posted up the paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> met, met a random British bloke and he was talking about how much he loves pizza. And I was British like, bloke. yeah. And I was, yeah. I, I was like, actually edited. Cockney Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, have you ever heard of a show called Pizza Wars? And he was like, yeah, I actually really like that show. Wow. And I was like, wow, it has Damn, reached. You ran into Who a knew? fan. You ran uh, into a fan. Yeah, you got out, Chris. And uh-huh. I was sitting in my basement being like, damn, Chris is making shit on YouTube. <laughs> this is crazy. He's getting noticed, uh, recognized on the street. Uh, um, all right. I guess we're ready to make a decision. Am yep, I right? I'm ready. Right, ready. I'm going to say the flip versus pizza wars. Three, two, one. The, the flip. flip. Wow, wow. It's unanimous. It's unanimous. It's anonymous. Pizza ha- wars is cool, but like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, t- don't it took know? up a week of my life versus the flip that took up like four months. The flip was like, uh, it was cool because we got to hang out with Brian. He would yeah. come to the office. Mm-hmm. We very we set up like the office to have a client monitor and to have a, have like producers in mm-hmm. and whenever they want to. Yep. And uh, it was like, well, the pandemic happened. And so we we kind of have only had like two producers in ever. Yep. And, and Brian has been one of them who's in a lot. And it's really nice having him in there. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, Matt King might come through at some point, but hopefully not. Yeah, uh, I've been hearing that. <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, All right, we're on to the last one. This last one is an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> All right, it is the number eight versus the number nine. The number eight is Polly Shore and the Crusties hype video. <laughs> Polly Shore and the Crusties versus number nine questionable Q and A. That is an MLS project that is extremely similar to Puck Personality, as we laid out before, where like. Basically, you ask questions, some of them fun, some of them serious of the of the football players Mm -hmm. and they give you their answers. We edit them and make them either funny or interesting or whatever. Yeah, um, I you can talk about once you start with Q&A, start with Q, Q Q&A. I think we're going to be. Well, I don't know if we're not allowed to announce it, but. Uh, if the if it comes back, we might work on it. Yeah, but the, the previous ones. So the first one we did was pre-pandemic, and it was it had high uh, high production value. Honestly, I think it was during the pandemic that we edited it, but it had been shot right before everything happened mm-hmm. uh, because that's when the MLS season starts. And uh, I think <clears throat> uh, I thought it looked really good. We made some fun graphics for it. Uh, we did four or five episodes. Everyone seemed pretty happy with it. And like I like two or three of the episodes I thought were just genuinely funny and like really enjoyable to watch. Uh, they did pretty well on the MLS's YouTube. I think everyone enjoyed the content. Like people who follow MLS on YouTube really just love everything they put out. Like they're just fans of the league and they're all super positive in the comments, which you don't really see. Uh, I mean, and- I, I personally as a soccer fan love questionable Q&A because like. I don't know. I know a lot of these guys in terms of uh, who they are in the game. And so seeing them outside of the game is is always really cool. Um, It kind of changed my opinion on some players where like, you know, Chicharito is the perfect example with Chicharito. I never knew anything about him. I was Mm -hmm. just like, he's just a a guy who plays like whatever. I don't feel any kind of way about him. But after seeing him in questionable Q&A and seeing him on camera, he's so funny, specifically it's seeing, so nice. it's seeing how he talks to camera people and producers yeah. and you're like, oh, you're like the nicest person ever. Yeah. Like, I, I actually really like you now and mm-hmm. I don't want to see LA Galaxy do anything good. But when you score 
okay, that's yeah, cool. Like, yeah. I'm excited for you because you're a genuine dude and yeah. you actually are nice. Like, that's fucking cool as hell. Yeah, I on, in that same vein, it did a lot for me uh, to to help learn MLS and like have reasons to care about teams and players and like you know be even more interested in the games than I was before. Like, when you know who's on the pitch, it just it feels a little bit different. You have yeah. a rooting interest that you didn't have before. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I thought I thought they were cool. I they. In terms of numbers, they didn't. They never really performed like all that well. But you I know, mean, whatever. What do you expect? Like, I always say metrics are like the stupidest way to judge anything. You know, because it's like, uh, yeah. Why don't you just judge if you like it or not? That's what's most important. Uh, the second time we did it, it was virtual because of the pandemic, and it was still fine. Not quite as good. Um, and hopefully, the next time it comes around, it'll be in person again. Yeah, we'll I see. Think, what I think the energy is a lot better. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It's going up against Polly Shore and the Krusties trailer. So Polly Shore has a band called the Krusties. Mm-hmm. Uh, they th- they look how they sound. Yeah, so through they sound a, how they look through an old a former producer who I worked with, who actually I worked with my first week feast. He one time texted me randomly and was like, "Hey, do you want to do this thing for Polly Shore?" And I was in my head, I was like, "No," but <laughs> but to him, I was like, "Yes, yeah," because like. That sounds like a wild ass experience. Like, mm-hmm. sure, I, yeah, for sure. I didn't expect him to have any money, and you know, he. It's I. I wasn't gonna go asking for like a lot, um, but I. I was like, uh, this is kind of cool. Like, I wanna, I wanna fucking do that for him. It's, it's pretty funny, you know. Polly Shore, fucking comedy store legends, yeah. you know. I don't know. It's just interesting. And so he's got this band called the Krusties, and it's him and a bunch of old guys mm-hmm. playing covers, and Polly's the front man, just singing songs. Um, I sent you the trailer. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. if you got a chance to check yeah. it out. But uh, it's pretty interesting. It looks like a fun show. Yeah, it looks like a fun show. And he's like, you know, Johnny Depp has a band. Bruce Willis has a band. All of these guys have bands. But you have, but now introducing Polly Shore and the Krusties. And like, he, he seemed to like it. He seemed to think it was cool. And uh, he's actually going to be in New York. Yeah, in, a, uh, in April. April. Are we going to go see him? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. might go party with him. Yeah, right. we'll see what happens. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> Definitely try to bring him to the office. Yeah. And a wandering barman. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I thought that one was a, was a pretty fun time. Um, it, this is a weird battle for me because questionable Q and A and Pauly Shore, they're so different, but they're uh, very different. <laughs> but uh, to me, there is a clear winner. Do you guys uh, have? Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's vote, and that's going to end the Sweet Sixteen for us, the Sizzling Sixteen. Okay. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back with a new guest and uh, some new uh, discussions. Uh, so we'll say Pauly. Verse MLS. Three, two, one. Polly. What? <laughs> Polly, the easy winner. Yeah. Polly Shore, the easy winner. I'm not going to vote against Polly Shore. <laughs> I, I honestly was not expecting it. I was not no. expecting it. I thought we were all going to go MLS. Way, way more interesting and just, yeah, just cooler. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if MLS had one, they would be. They would have been facing themselves. Exactly. That's probably, that factored into my vote as well. We right. already had an MLS versus MLS. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and let you guys know what the Elite Eight, <coughs> Edit Eight, are going to be, and sure. then we're going to go to a break. So, Chris, why don't you read them off? Uh, currently, we have the Octagon versus Poly Shore. We have Hot Ones versus Tree Fort. We have Service Now versus the Flip, the weirdest one, <laughs> <laughs> and then Puck Personality versus Taste Made. It's kind of hilarious, but uh, I've got so much, so many thoughts on them. But when we get back, we're gonna go through the rest of the tournament with a different guest and maybe we'll still be here who knows maybe i'll be here yeah 
All right. See you after the break. Yep. Welcome to Rounds of Sound, the podcast where we go song for song with indie artists to find out their influences and the stories behind their songs. I'm here with Hannah Jadagu. The way I recorded my first couple of songs was all through my iPhone. We have Victoria Park. I was on Twitter as I am and it's like, hey, are there like any labels who follow me who might be interested? the one and only Liam Kazar. Yeah, here's what I'll say. You gotta walk all your gear up and fly the stairs. Okay, that's, yeah, that's never that's, fun. That's, that's no fun. Check out Rounds of Sound exclusively on Spotify and find out the influences behind your favorite artists. That's Rounds of Sound. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Uh, we had a pretty good first round, uh, and you know, right before we went to the break, we told you the new matchups. That's and right. I think we're gonna get into the Elite Eight oh, right about. Oh, oh no. hold on a second! You hear that? You hear the alert? You hear the alarm? Oh yeah, no, I do that's, hear it now. Yep, that's yeah. that's the reseeding alarm. Oh, I know, folks, what? it's not my hairline. Oh, it's oh, the fucking it's the bracket. I thought you were gonna make a no, musical chairs joke. The bracket is getting reseeded. And it, it yes, I just I just got word from on high that the reseed is oh, complete. Man. So Chris, get your pen and pad out, get ready, write down these new oh my goodness these new matchups because okay. it has been reseeded. Our one versus our eight. First, we feast hot ones versus taste made NYC food videos. Okay, I'm also just gonna airdrop this to you, Chris, because I feel like it's gonna be a lot easier. That's gonna be much easier. Uh, our set our. Two versus our seven is complex in the nose. The flip versus Polly Shore Krusty's trailer. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, our three versus our six NHL puck personality versus service now knowledge 2020 and our four versus our five MLS octagon versus tree fort festival coverage. So we got, we got some big matchups here. Yeah, no, I like this. I like this. It's and, a- uh, you may remember if you're listening that we had engineer Will joining us, mm-hmm. but now Chris, he's gone. Chris, gone. Chris, we got a new guest. We got a, a better guest, in Who my opinion. Uh, I'll let her introduce herself. Hey y'all! Sorry, I'm a little out of breath. I had to move my car and <laughs> ran in here to make it. Uh, but this is Amy Gassaway, head of accounts at Shishkin Productions. Yeah, Amy's got. Uh, so. In the first round, there was a lot of things where Will was like, I don't, I've never worked on that. I didn't work on that. I didn't work on that. But Amy is probably pretty familiar with all of these. Absolutely. So this is this is going to be a good one. So without any further ado, every I've noticed every single time we do this format, yeah. I say without any further ado, like a hundred times an episode. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That's okay. Um, Chris, why don't you bring us in? Uh, you, you, can, you, we can, you can We can go through these however you want because you're the master of ceremonies. Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's just start from the bottom this time. We'll we'll start started with, from the bottom. Now we're here. About I guess. To be here. Yeah, we're, we're we're getting there. We're in the crypto.com <laughs> podcast studio. Yep. We're uh we're we're working through it. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna start with the the three versus the six seed. Now this is the reseeding. They're reseeded one through eight. Uh, it is the three NHL puck personality versus the six service now knowledge, knowledge 2020. 2020. Uh, 
So, Amy, we're throwing you right into the fire here. I don't think we just started rolling while you're moving your car because we needed to get this done to go meet Bob. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I think you understand the concept, right? Yes, it's I basically do. we talk about each project and then we decide which one moves on, which one was the most fun to work on. You yes. can do whatever you want. Yeah. Some of these we decided the money was just better. So it was a better project. Some of these are just more mm. fun. It's, it's so, some of them just okay. were like pivotal projects in, in the Shishkin productions. Yeah. Life. Span. Yeah. Life I'm force. following. I'm so following. I'm ready. When we talked about this in the first segment, I think puck personality, we both liked cause it was fun to work on. Mm-hmm. The producers are chill. The money's good. Yeah. Uh, it's just fun stuff. Service. Now we were thankful for. Yes. Because. Well, because it kept us afloat during like the second or third month of the pandemic. And it was, uh, I don't know, just a very interesting time. It was like the first time that we felt comfortable going into the office. And it was just me and Alexi at this point because yeah. um, we had done, we had been working remote for a couple months at that point. And not, it just like it got us through and it wasn't. It was unique it, as well. Cause yeah. We had to, like, to go through a bunch of different languages and translations. Exactly. It, it wasn't glamorous, but it got it got, it got us there. Amy, what, what's your thoughts on this matchup? Um, well, you know, I'm just going to have to go puck personality. Um, well, you can't give it away. We're going to count what? down from three, oh. but now we know. So you got, right, you got four more, you got three more to make up, okay, but, but what is your thoughts on the matchup I mean, in general? Yeah. You know, service now again, like Chris said, very great for what it was because needed the work at the time. Um, were you, were you part of service? Now? I wasn't a part of it. No. I mean, I was technically like a part of it, but I was home crying into my pillow every night because <laughs> the world was ending. Um, no, I had nothing to do with that. I just, yeah, I saw so that the invoice. Was, that was after you had just, no, just, that was when you had just started. Yeah. It started, yeah. but yep. the pandemic exactly. also started. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So I, I only really am familiar with that from the end of it. Um, like I did see some of the footage, heard about all the, you know, the language, goings on yeah. how you had to do so many translations which mm-hmm. is interesting um it's while while you were still onboarding service now was keeping the boat yep. afloat yes which i i much appreciation for that um mm. that was back in our closet of an office on yeah. st nick yes it was it like was. it was legit oh my I, god it, it was, was legit a 10 by 10 room that like yeah. had enough room for two computers a server and a little little couch and I only guess. one space heater only one space that heater for me yeah <laughs> that shit sucked oh whatever my space heater cost five dollars i went and got it myself i i raised myself I up got it myself chris you could have gotten a space heater oh my um, God. all right let's get through this one uh chris why don't you count us down all right let's do it this wait, is- wait, wait since i already fucked this up let me get the real rules you're gonna count down do we just all shout out our answer at yeah. once yeah i'll okay. do i'll do chris, three chris two gonna, one and then go. we'll shout it out yeah, yeah. don't it. say go though just on where yeah. he said go is where you say it exactly okay. and then chris is also before you do that you're gonna say we the two words that we can pick from so either like whatever exactly nhl or service now or whatever all right so chris go ahead and do it all right so we have the three seed nhl Puck personality, we'll call it NHL versus service now. Knowledge twenty twenty, we'll call it service now. So NHL versus service now. Three, two, one. NHL. NHL. Oh, a little delay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I NHL, jumped the gun the first time was a little. NHL makes the uh, progression through to the the final four. This is the edit eight, by the way. Um. Oh yeah. And 
I'm I'm pretty proud of NHL. I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's the edit eight, the final cut four, the final cut four. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So uh, NHL is through. Chris, why don't you lead us into the next one? All right. This is uh, the two versus the seven. We got complex in the nose. The flip. What a name. In what the a nose. <laughs> in the nose. Um, and that was the the show with Rax Hogan. Mad money for sneakers. Yep. Versus the seven seed, Polly Shore and the Krusties trailer. Yeah. Um. So we talked about these in the first uh, bit, Amy. We're going to just go to you on all these so you can kind of give us your thoughts on, on these it. series. I will not or say my projects. pick. Yeah, don't say your pick. Um, well, first we have In the Know, The Flip. Uh, shout out to Rax Hogan, you know. Um, shout out. That was that was fun. I shout learned a lot Pigsy. about sneakers. Shout out, um, It was fun following them every week. And yeah, we got to work with Rax, which was dope. And then... Polly Shore, the Krusty's trailer. I mean, what more can I say here? I think it just really speaks for itself. Um, but you know, that one was also super fun. Polly Shore, great guy, great client. Yeah. Uh, Is he a great guy? I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about him. I, I, I don't he's know. Cool, I don't know much about him on a personal level. Great, but he's, great in our interactions. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's um, true. So, yeah, I think we're ready to, to vote on this one. Damn, you think, yeah. oh, wow. Okay, I we're mean, really flying through this. I mean, we, the first did, segment was did, like an hour. I did push the meeting with Bob back to, I pushed half an hour. I pushed okay, to 5.45, okay. so we have a little um, time. Right. Yeah. Peeling back the curtains. <laughs> yeah. uh, look. The podcast is basically the, our weekly meeting. Yeah, pretty much. The flip, uh, we worked with Brian Mann on that, fucking legend. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. And the flip, these are these are really flip is Chris's project. Yeah, that Krusty's, was one of the Krusty's first. Is mine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the flip. I mean, it, it just lasted two seasons, and we got uh, I think twenty two episodes out of it. That's a good fucking point. Yeah, I mean, look, it all comes down to this. That, that was one of the first like things that you just gave me to just you know this is yours now. Just deal with it, and it's yeah. it, it's your problem. <laughs> That's the first problem I gave Chris. <laughs> it's not the first problem you gave me. Oh, Jesus. It's the first project you gave me. Um, the thing with the Krusty's trailer that I also forget is that, well, okay, that's going to, we're going to find out more because we, we're all going to NAB mm-hmm. to Vegas. Yep. Polly's new home. Yep. So if we get to hang out with Polly because of the Krusty's trailer, that's pretty, it's going to be pretty fun. That'd be pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty, yeah. fun. pretty weird. Yeah. But also, didn't uh, David. Intern mm-hmm. David worked on it. Yep. And freelancer Katie worked on this as well a little bit. So mm-hmm. everyone had a little little hand a little in little it. Bite at the apple, you yep. know, at the Polly Shore apple. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think it's time to count right. it down. All right. Lead, lead us through it. All right. All right. We're gonna choose between the flip and Polly Shore. We're gonna count it down. Three, two, one, the, the flip. flip. Oh, another unanimous decision. (laughs) All right. The flip moves on and it will be facing NHL in the final cut. That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring, we might bring Vince in here if he's still around. Yeah. I I Uh, know my answer. Chris, why don't you uh, bring us into the next one? All right. This one, this is another tough one, dude. Uh, Man, maybe I I think I'm actually going to come back to this one because that's a tough matchup. We're going to go up to the one versus the eight seed. This is first we feast hot ones versus the eight seed taste made NYC food videos. And these are both projects that Alexi worked on almost exclusively. Yeah, this was uh, kind of before the company, the iteration of the company. Um, Amy, you haven't seen any of the taste made food videos, have you? They're Uh, basically like this. Like if you ever saw any taste made videos on the Internet. I did see social. some of them. I feel like I saw a burger one. Was there a burger? Yeah, one? Tyler might have done a burger one at some okay. point, or I th- I probably did one as well. I don't. Yeah, really the know. one the one. I mean, you I sent... always love the food videos because they make me hungry. I know, and, right? Yeah. So the the difference between uh, so pretty much 
hot ones, it, a lot of clout, which was cool, right? Um, the taste made ones, decent amount of clout, uh, but also they were important when I was broke. So I would go, and we talked about this in the first segment, but I would go and like, these were low budget, but I would go and like try to finish them as quick as I could so mm-hmm. I could get a full day for three hours. Yep. And that yeah. was the, the vibe. Um, I mean, yeah, this one, I, I guess I'm the one who's going to speak on it because these are my projects. But Amy, yeah. I do want to know your thoughts. Hot Ones uh, versus Taste Made. They're, they're kind of similar. Kind of similar. Food. I mean, both in the food category. Um, I mean, you know, Hot Ones is a classic. I think more people know it. I think it's a more well-known name if, you know, we're talking about the project. Um, and like you said, a lot of clout. So you have a lot of celebrities and a lot of big names on that show. I don't really know how it was to work on it from that perspective. Um, I will say that we still do work with First We Feast. That's like a great we've point. done like three or four projects with them in the last six months True. alone. Uh, we cut a lot of trailers for them. So and I don't know how much of that uh, relationship exists because you worked on Hot Ones or if you just like knew people at Complex. But no, I, taste, taste Made, we don't do anything for. I think you're right. I mean, I think that is why the relationship exists. The first thing I ever did for First We Feast was Hot Ones. Yeah. I believe. It's I pretty, could be wrong. I could be wrong. There might have been one thing before it, but I can't remember what it is. Now that, you know, uh, the Hot Ones is going to be a more intensive edit. You know, I feel like it's yeah. going to take up more of like a full day and you're going to have more notes and more people to go back and forth with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were able to get the taste made ones done in like a couple of hours, I mean, efficiency is is pretty high up there on the the yeah. list of importance. Um, it's true. I mean, it's true. It's true. So but it's, it's definitely a tough. So the taste made ones I had to shoot as well. So oh, I would go out there with the kids. I would have to book them and shoot them and then come home and edit them real quick. Wow. So and do the graphics. So it was a whole I mean, they were getting you a sweet were deal. Like, they were yeah. getting a sweet deal. One man band. A lot of people were giving them a sweet deal because that was their rate. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, here's a little backstory to what happened in segment one. Taste made went up against sneaker shopping reels and it somehow won. I yeah. Was, yeah. I, I think you you and Will, you and Will voted for it. Yeah. I didn't vote there, for there it. were a couple upsets. I mean, yeah. Me, me and Will. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think sometimes I was trying to predict what you would do and I'd get it wrong and you would do the same to me a couple times <laughs> and it just it created some upsets. Like there's some really good projects that are not a part of this. Questionable Q&A eight. lost to Polly Shore. Yeah. It, <laughs> unanimously yeah, like, Amy was like what the hell yeah. <laughs> um but yeah let's go ahead and vote on this one uh, I think I'm ready you guys ready? okay I'm I think ready. I'm ready all right we got hot ones verse taste made three two one hot, hot ones. ones oh all three right. unanimous decisions wow. and uh it seems like everything's going pretty well in this round yeah yeah we're almost on to the final cut four it's the last of the edit eight it sure is and uh th- in my opinion it is the toughest uh, but if you put hot ones together, it's Hotones. 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 It's a good name for a record label. <laughs> oh my God. All right. We got, we got the four versus the five seed. It is major league soccer octagon. Those are the world cup qualifier videos. Yeah. Kind of, you know, preview CONCACAF's role in the, in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we got the five tree fort festival coverage. Yeah. And that's, that's a, that's a big one. Amy, I think big you can speak, speak to these because yeah. you've worked on both of these. Yeah. Um, you know, I think in the office, the octagon was fun because 
big MLS fans here, big soccer fans. Um, so that was that was fun to put together. Also, it's it's a super cool project, you know, um, highlighting each of the the countries as they're moving towards the the World Cup. And then we have Tree Fort, uh, which is, I mean, we're just you know coming off of Tree Fort, so it's definitely fresh. Um, but that's just a blast because that's something where we get to be like out of the office and on set and on site and like, you know, doing the work live in person. Um, and it's a lot of work, but like so much fun. Yeah. And, and for me, I think that's, that's what the rewarding part is when you, when you do something that you love, um, that you love, but is super fucking hard but you're having the equal amount of fun. I feel like that's really rare. You don't really get that a lot. I mean, I think you nailed it when you say that you we got to be on site. It's just a completely different project. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like MLS is you also make like substantial steps towards creating the thing every week. Yep. And like you, you it's really a process. it's a process and it takes a long time with that particular project, mm-hmm. the Octagon. Yeah. But um, it's weird because physically you're, coming into the same place and sitting at the same fucking computer every day. Mm-hmm. So like where you started physically from where you were when it, when the project's over, it's you're in the same place. I yep. don't know. So it's little things like that. I, I, I mean, also, go sorry. ahead. I didn't have anything. I, I also think that what we do with tree fort is, I mean, it's definitely like a, a unicorn of a project, right? Like we're going out every day, shooting multiple shows in one day and then dropping the footage off that same night, mm. turning it around and having a recap video completed in the morning. Like yeah. that's an impressive task. You know, that's an mm. impressive um, thing that we get to do. I think, you know, even like when I'm showing it to people that aren't there, that don't even work in production or know like any of the process of what we do, they even comment like, wow, that's crazy that you guys get it turned around so fast. Um, so I think it's, it's amazing to see that happen and to like be there and witness it and be a part of it. Um, yeah, I just don't think we get to, to be that hands-on for any other project. It's true. Not yet, at least, but maybe, I mean, that's what's great about it too, is that it's where we cut our teeth. We get a lot of like experience that we, it's where we can, it's our sandbox. You know, we can try things that we normally wouldn't be able to try. Like this year we were able to try to make a documentary there. So if that comes out good, who knows? Maybe you can go to festivals or maybe we can yep. start making yeah. that part of what we offer. Or and it's, Vince it's, knows how to use the cine lenses now. And it's really one of, one of the biggest things that we do. Like, just think about it in terms of like the size of the team that we bring to Tree Fort. That's bigger than the size of our our team at Shishkin Productions. That's you know, point, yeah. like we had 15 something, 15 people, yeah. 15 people in our crew. And like you're leading them all like that's mm-hmm. that I'm, I led five of them. Well, you yeah. kind of led 10 of them. Yeah. It, well, look, the point is like you it, started the dump chat. I, yeah. I did. <laughs> the dump, dump chat. Great. You brought auto dump uh, auto dump. Auto yeah. dump we're, we're, t- we're talking about dumping footage just to, <laughs> just to clarify. Um, uh, we're all very regular with our footage dumps. You, you think uh, you think we're ready to make a decision? Um, yeah. I think that we are. Okay. Why don't you tell us the... All right. We got MLS versus Tree Fort. <laughs> Let's do it. Three, two, 
one. Tree MLS. Oh, you guys. MLS gives us money. Uh, yeah. I know. No, I mean, Tree Ford, I love you guys, but MLS know, is so consistent giving us money. Hey, look, I look. feel like I feel like most of my answers are driven by money, and so I had to give this one like my, to the fun. My All thing, right. yeah, if it was MLS as a client versus Tree Fort as a client, I'm probably picking MLS, but, but it's a project. It's a specific yeah. project. You're right. This specific right. project, yeah, Tree Fort, it wins. It's uh, it's just so 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 different than anything else we do and like even editing it put me back in my like my news editor days where i'm waking up at 1 a.m and working till 9 a.m or whatever yeah. like it put me in a place and yeah you're right true for it is i mean it's I, important it was a real toss-up for me the the only reason i said octagon is because it was maybe it's because i'm just i'm not i'm not necessarily jaded on the tree fort workflow it's just that yeah. i've done it so much i know now yeah i get that, it. like for me the octagon is like it represents that was a new, whole new yeah. thing. I was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, I've never told the story this way before." Exactly. And frankly, with Octagon, I felt like, well, with both of these, I kind of get to direct. But with Octagon, the directing kind of felt like more realistic because I was able to be like, "Hmm, this chunk of the story needs to go here. This yep. chunk of the story needs <laughs> to go here. Bring this to this." And like you said in the first segment, me and Kyle worked together to kind of come up with the story. Yep. So personally, for me, that one felt felt a, a lot more real. I totally get it. This was the hardest decision for me. Um, all right. We have the final cut four coming up. Um, we're not going to take a full break, but I am going to play some sort of sound effect here to imply that we're moving to the next round because I want to bring uh, Vince or Will in or whoever's out there. So I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, we're we're back from that quick little sound effect break. We got Vince over here. Vince, say what's up. What's up? We got uh, Engineer Will. He's back. Good morning, Sizzlers. <laughs> That's if you're listening in the morning. And if you're listening at night, turn this off and turn it back on a little bit. There's the alarm. There's the fucking alarm. <laughs> I thought it was Vietnam. Um, damn, Vince, Vince having flashbacks. Um, so, uh, Chris, since you're the MC for this uh, last round, yeah, why don't sure. you take us through the final cut four? All right. Uh, so the final cut four, uh, the matchups are Hot Ones versus Tree Fort and the Flip versus Puck Personality. Uh, do, you, do you guys have any preferences where we start? Let's start. Let's start with the flip and the NHL. Okay. So, All right, Vince, you worked on the flip. So Vin- Vince, you worked on the flip. I don't know if you worked on NHL puck personality, but uh, what's your experience like working on the flip? What'd you think? Was it a fun project? Was it important to you? Anything like that? Uh, yeah, flip was a uh, flipping fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a sneaker, former sneaker collector myself, so it was just really interesting to see what the uh, crew chose to highlight per week um, and also kind of see the dynamic between us editing here and producer, what was his name? Brian. Brian coming through and giving his feedback live. I thought that was like just an interesting process to see from uh, a post house point of view instead of the producer point of view that I usually see before. Um, NHL puck personality didn't really have any experience seeing that. I also, to this day, at the age of 33 now, don't know the rules to hockey. Um, Put the puck in the net. I, I watch yeah. hockey and sometimes I don't know the rules. It's, it confuses the hell out of me. Have actually. you ever been to a game? I've been to one game. Do you want to go tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, I, it's in Jersey. Whoa. It's a uh, date. Yeah, yeah. Twelve thirty. <laughs> Uh, take my take my ticket. Well, I don't want to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. Well, the game really quick. The game that I did go to. Um, it was the first and last game I went to. It was a courtside or ice rink seat. <laughs> ice rink <laughs> seats. I love it. Ice rink. Uh, Could you bang court. on the glass? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. He had the yeah. ice rink was, seats, Chris. I've was, never even gotten those. It was opening night. The Rangers versus the Islanders. This oh my god! Like those tickets must ago. have been fucking. 
pricey, it's like 1200 dude. a piece. I won a little lottery at my old agency. Woo. Um, wow. It was me and a friend that I took. This was, I think, in 2015, 2016. That was the last hockey game I went to. That the was ice like ring seats. In MSG, yeah. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. jealous. And I'm like jealous. we were joking that the puck was going to hit us and the puck actually hit the glass. Damn. Yeah. So it seems like you had a good experience. You should go tomorrow so you can have a battle. <laughs> <laughs> Balance we'll it out. We, yeah, should go, we, we should go like uh, next season as a little yeah, team yeah. outing or whatever. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, Will, uh, it, it's been a while since they heard from you. What's, what's your recap on this? The flip versus NHL. Uh, the flip, kind of boring. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I... I mean, I didn't work on either of these. I watched the little recaps yesterday. Uh, NHL is a little more fun. Uh, I've never been. I've never been to a hockey game either. Uh, probably never will in my life. April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> if I was Vince and I was given those seats that were worth twelve hundred dollars, I would have sold them and paid rent. But wow, <laughs> big facts. Twenty four hundred. Yeah, that's right. Right uh, times too. No, no more thoughts. Let's get let's get into it. All right, uh, all five of us are going to vote. Is that how it works? Yeah. So he's going to count down from three to three. He's going to go three, two, one, and then we're going to all say which one we think moves on. Chris, uh, why don't you line them up for us? All right. This is the flip verse NHL puck personality. It is the final cut for winner moves on to the championship. Three, two, one. The NHL. NHL. Awesome. NHL. Wait, I said NHL. I said NHL. Okay, it sounds like you NHL say? one. I said the flip. Okay, NHL moves on. NHL Three to moves two. on. Woo. Well done, NHL. You're in the final. The flip, you're going to go to the bronze match. That's right. We're having a, we're having a bronze match. Uh, Chris, uh, what's the last final cut four that we got here? Uh, final cut four. It is Hot Ones versus Tree Four. Okay, so Vince, you probably have feelings on both of these. I know you didn't work on the Hot Ones stuff, but I'm sure you know the show. And you've worked on Tree for it doing two different things, doing doc stuff and doing recap stuff. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about how this matchup feels to you? Um, I feel like Hot Ones, so many different um, studios, agencies, uh, production people have worked on that show. So I, I don't think it's really core to kind of like the business and who we are here. I think Tree Ford is a little bit close to heart, especially how you and Chris first started off working on the festival way back when from a blog all the way to like teams of how many people did we fly out? Like 15 or so. Something like that. Um, so I think Tree Ford has the upper hand in terms of experience for everyone here. Um, also just hella fun that we just came back from a trip and we filmed a full-fledged documentary um, with all of us in this room. So I would have to go with Tree Fort being the superior project to Hot Ones. Way to give your answer away. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. There's five of us. Uh, Will, you got any thoughts on this matchup? Yeah. Well, uh, yes. Uh, before the break, when we were talking about Hot Ones, uh, we were talking about how like that's a... Uh, that's clout, you know, if people see they work on yeah. hot ones, they're like, oh shit, that's so cool. I'm going to hire them. So that's valuable in itself. The show, I don't, I don't, I don't care about it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And, and tree fort was really fun too, but is that fun more valuable than having hot ones on your resume? I don't know. So it's a toss up for me. You're going to have to wait one minute to wow. hear the answer. Wow. It's, it's a weird one. Cause you're right. Hot Ones does have a bunch of clout. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I... Yeah, most people, you tell them, oh, yeah, it's this music festival in Boise, Idaho. They're like, huh? Exactly. The, the most remote city in America? Yeah, I mean, they don't know <laughs> what it is, but if you show what you do, I think that's super impressive. That's yeah. that's where it becomes such a hard question, because it's like, yeah. is it... It's all about what we what, what we, we value, weigh, what we yeah. value way more. Yeah. Like, for example, when we did Tree Fortress MLS, I value MLS more, because to me, that's... There's just more... 
I don't know. Like we talked about it. I like, mm-hmm. I like the Oxygen yeah. Project more. I think yeah. it's more valuable to me personally. Um, but I don't know. Tree Four, yeah, versus Hot Ones. It's a, it's a, it's a very weird one. Amy, you got any thoughts on? Yeah, I'm. I think I, I don't have anything else to say than what everyone else has. I mean, it's. <clears throat> stuff i mean look one thing i'll say to wrap up is when we did our uh, every time we have our little networking event we put the fucking video up i don't know if you guys get questions for it but i'll some randomly someone be like oh you guys did hot ones yeah, I don't yeah. Know, have you ever had someone ask you that yeah so you're right it is it's people know it's it. more this recognizable day. yeah it's i mean more. it's made it through like five five of your reels and it's still like i mean i think i edited that logic episode in 2016 yeah it's still like, in our company reel that's insane yeah so it, it's got longevity and it's pretty important to, to the ethos, I guess. Yeah. Um, Chris, you got anything or should we move it through? I mean, look, I didn't work on hot ones, so I, I can't add anything that anyone else hasn't said. Uh, and I've, I've said my piece on tree fort. I think that it's extremely important to the company, but hot ones, you know, also extremely important uh, to the beginning stages of the company. And still, we still get work from first we feast because of it. All right. Uh, I think it's time to do it, though, right? Yeah. So the winner of this will will go on to match up with NHL puck personality in the championship. This is Hot Ones versus Tree Fort. Three, two, one. Tree Fort is awesome. All right. What did you say, Will? I said Tree Fort. I said Hot Ones. I said Hot Ones. I said Tree Fort. Vince said tree fort. Vince said tree fort. Vince nods translate really yes. well to this movie. <laughs> I said it twice. You said tree fort? Uh, yeah, I said tree wow. fort's awesome. Wow. All right. Tree, tree fort, fort moves on. on. I had to make like one. a last minute business decision call Me too. with that one. Uh, yo, <laughs> as you were counting down, I was like, how went tree fort? How went tree fort? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I had to go hot one. Well, I, I was also considering ones. what it's matching up against NHL and I'm like, well, I mean, here we are. NHL I mean, versus tree fort. For, so. for me, a big part of it was... I. It's weird to have a, a project that I never even worked on in the championship, you know, that uh, pretty much none of us worked on except for you five yeah. years ago, six true, years ago. True, true, true. I mean, what was your thought? Uh, my thought was, uh, and this is, you know, really gets down to the roots of my being. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, no, I'm serious. Creative control and having fun is not as important as money, and that's why I don't have any money. So I said tree for it, you know, even yeah. though like they pay you guys like, all right, right. Yeah, they okay. you know they pay you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they pay us what they can. Yeah. And obviously, like hot ones, they probably paid you more for that. Brings in more clients, yada yada. Um, but you know what? Capitalism uh, isn't good. All right. Yeah. So that's what it's Tree for. Yeah. Also, Tree for doesn't have any corporate sponsors. It's cool. You got anything? Vince? Yeah, we did more work collectively on one client versus the other. True. That's why. I ate, Damn, ate, Alexi and I over ate. here. Selling it's out easier, for the moolah. It, I, I, I think it. it's easier for me if I have a client comes in and they have two uh, projects. It's easier for me to sell tree for because we did way more. Also, right? it's, it's not like Hot Ones pays that much. No. Yeah, yeah but, but, I, but yeah. To me, it was the fact that it it led into all these. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. And I and I think Tree Four will get there too. Anyway, I was just I was just thinking business and money, and I love. I mean, that's I love look, everyone has their own. Vince, that's interesting though that you say that it's easier I for think you to sells. sell Tree Four. I feel like it'd be way easier to sell hot ones because literally all you do is go see this show, see these numbers, see these guests. We've worked on that, and but he's he trust us to work on that. He well, yeah, true, true. No, I, no, but I think that. There's more value into saying, hey, we we had a full team that did photo, video, post, pre, and production versus, hey, this is a That's show good. everyone knows and 
Like anyone could work on hot ones, like that's straight true. up. Yeah, that's true. Not yeah. anyone could say they directed a documentary that's going to be like an hour long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think uh, there's just way more value. I mean, going back to even my career, right? Like I, when I started, I was working on like shit social media accounts, but like the fact that I could prove that I grew the accounts and I knew how to work my way in top to bottom yeah. granted me bigger accounts, right? Right. That makes sense. Versus yeah. like starting off, I don't know, Hot Wheels was like my first big social account. But I needed to like do shitty accounts to get there. Right. That makes sense. So. Um, all right, Chris, we got the bronze medal match. We don't really need to talk about it too much. No. Uh, but why don't you introduce it? So the bronze match, this is for third and fourth place. We got the flip versus hot ones. Only one of these can get on the podium. Yep. Um, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be a toss up. Do, do we talk it out at all or is um, everyone ready? I'll give everyone three words to describe how you feel about it. Uh, actually, no, because we're just going to give away our fucking picks. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's think, just jump in. Let's it. just get into it. All right. Three, two, one. The, the flip. Flipping awesome. So you said the flip. Wow. Would, I, said, I said hot ones. I said the flip. The flip. The flip. Damn. The flip. Four <clears> to <throat> one. The flip wins the bronze medal. It's interesting. It's a hot ones, hot ones almost made it to the final. Look, hot, hot ones is... there. It's deserving. It could have gone either way, but the flip, you know, it took up four months of my life and it, you know, introduced us, introduced me to Brian and introduced us to Rax, who's now part yeah. of our podcast network. It possibly got a, it got a producer to come sit in and actually use the little producer nook we built. Exactly. Yeah, it was. A, I think it was a really important show in uh, Shishkin Productions history. Wow. Shout Agreed. out Rax. Shout out in the know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know a show that no one's ever seen because say, no one knows where to find it. Yeah, And if you guys want to watch it, just go to yahoo.com, then go to the little button at top says in the know then go to videos then go to fucking shoes or go to style <laughs> type in hashtag Rax Hogan and yeah. it'll be like the 10th result down yeah you gotta be in the know you gotta be in the know that's the only way to watch it uh Chris it's the final it's the final uh it's a big one it's NHL puck personality versus tree fort which I I, I didn't expect wild. this I didn't expect I this. didn't expect this either no one expected it I it, mean no one expected one. it I thought we we're gonna see Polly Shore here uh <laughs> The the wildest part is that the winner of this wins the Sizzlin' 16 f- for this March. Yeah, and it's, it's becomes the most storied project in the history of the company. It's kind of wild because, in my opinion, Puck Personality, it's not even like the the most important NHL project we've done. But the the other NHL project lost in the first round to Tree Fort. Wow. Yeah. So Tree Fort is out here taking NHL skulls. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Um any 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 thoughts yeah, from Vince, anyone? Vince, you got some thoughts for us? Vince didn't work on Puck Personality. So he don't even know. I still don't know the rules of hockey. So <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> much just, just you and me working on NHL, yeah. and obviously Amy uh, was a part of the the wow. account as well. Damn, I just I'm just sad to see this journey come to an end. Yeah. yeah. My uh my answer might surprise you guys. You might think you know me, you don't know me. Okay. Right? That's all I can say. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Is that I enough mean, of a tease to if, just get if, into if it? That's enough, then let's get into let's it. Go. Let's wrap it up. Here all we right. go. The final. Is oh it, my god. This is all this is for all the sizzles. I don't all know right. what I'm gonna say. I'm like counting it down right now. I'm like shit. I, don't I know. know. I didn't know. Now I know. I okay. Got it. We got NHL puck personality versus tree fort for the championship. Three, two, one tree fort unanimous is that unanimous oh, wow. shit. Oh, we thought we knew, <laughs> really we thought we knew. <laughs> yeah i mean i said tree fort because like you know 
on the off chance that one of them listens to this podcast, I want to play again next year. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm saying I'm not I feel that. voting against them. And also, like, yeah, I feel like all of us like doing it. We're all into it. We all had a good time. I know Alexi got yelled at a lot this year. <laughs> by women specifically. By women specifically. Yeah, good learning. The, the fortune cookie doesn't lie. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I think it's important. And yeah. Th- this is great too I mean, because next too. week is the Tree Fort retrospective. Yeah if, yeah. if we're going Tree Fort versus NHL puck personality, like Tree Fort definitely takes the cake. Well, I mean, I also think it kind of shows Tree Fort in itself kind of shows the growth in the company. That's a great point. If I we're agree. like so, looking yeah. at it from year a metaphorical year. standpoint, you know. Yeah, I, to me, it's uh, again, it's the project-based thing, right? It's because yeah. it's puck personality. Which if is it really would have been fun. NHL as a client, it would have been harder decision. Yeah. Definitely harder I, to I, decide. NHL might be like that's the coolest to me the coolest client because I I grew up watching hockey that's yeah. basically how Alexi and I became friends yeah. we were the only two kids in Florida who liked hockey yeah. and having Vince them as a client Vince hadn't moved there yet no <laughs> big, big hockey fan that was, I was a fetus was a little, little fetus on so ice so doing work yeah. for them is like super important to me like it, it really matters but Tree Fort is like I I don't have an NHL tattoo, but I do have a Tree Fort tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> what if Chris got an NHL tramp stamp? <laughs> All right, engineer Will's got to go. Any last words? Uh, Megan, if you listen to this, I did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, engineer Will, Megan, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining thank us. You, thank and you. you know what? Uh, the rest of you Sizzlers, we're, we're let's let's get out of here too. Chris, yeah. you want to give them a quick little social rundown? Yeah, we'll hell yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're skipping what we learned last week. Oh, we are. Oh, I learned something too. Uh, well, I forgot though. Yeah. Uh, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Sizzle Real Gang at gmail.com and we have a Sizzle Real cold line that yeah. is 332 333 4361. <laughs> 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 yeah, the new added sound effects are crushing me. I love those. Um, oh, crushing man. me like I'm at a Travis Scott show. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, terrible we, joke. We, Sorry, we did not. We did I not do. No one, hopefully, no one got two hours into this. Yeah, shit. We're, we're never doing media for any Travis Scott shows. We, Thank we're, God. we're not invited. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'd be afraid. Personally, uh, Amy, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was a ton of fun. Uh, Vince, thank you for joining us. You know, we we clearly had we, fun. We respect Vince's time, so we only brought him in for the final couple of matchups. We know he's been busy uh, catching up on sleep. Yeah. Happy belated, by the way. Thanks, thanks to both kids. of you guys. Thanks. Thank kids. you. I don't know if you guys saw, but in the uh, the Post Alliance Slack, the Donut Channel is now uh, giving birthday reminders, but it just started yesterday. So, oh, yeah. so we missed oh, it. Yeah, it's okay. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sizzling along with yeah. us. Yeah. And if you made it through two hours of this, no, no one is here. Just get ready for next week when we're doing the Tree Fort retrospective, a day by day breakdown. Oh That'll my God. take uh, probably. Three hours. Same time. Yeah. We'll try to knock it out quick. Yeah. Thanks, See guys. Ya. Bye. A Shishkin Productions podcast.